Hey, and welcome back into uh, WKYT Facebook Live. Dave Baker along with Brian Milam, our sports director, and Gary Ball, the host of the Scholastic Ball Report. We just finished up on the CW Lexington with the draw for the girls and the Whitaker Bank Boys Sweet 16 Tournament. And what we're going to do now here on Facebook Live is we're going to break it down for you here on the big board with the big guys who know what's going on it's, in this It's thing. our version of the Mel Kuyper big board. Oh, how about that? <laughs> how about that? I don't know that we could do the touch screen, but here we go. So first of all, we're taking a look at the upper bracket and breaking it down some more for the girls' Sweet 16, which will take place March 13th through 17th. Remember, it's at Rupp Arena this year. That's right. All right, gentlemen, take it away. Well, I think it, it, uh, let's just start with the first game. Yep. Region 14 and 11. You've got uh, Eastern Kentucky, Southeastern Kentucky coming out of uh, Region 14. You've got a lot of parity this year. In years past, you've had a dominating team. Mm -hmm. Perry Central for years, or it was you know, Whitesburg back in the day. Right. Now, recently, you've had a little bit more parity. Uh, Breathitt County had a run a few years ago, but now it's kind of wide open, I think. Yeah, Hazard could come out of there. You never know. The 14th, as you said. And 11th region, you've got uh, Scott County. Everybody talking about the lady cards over there at Scott County. They're number one in the state right now. They could uh, come out of the 11th region, or perhaps maybe uh, Franklin County. County, they could come out of there again. They've got a good ball club. It's, so. I think it's going to take a big effort to beat Scott County. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Scott County has had one loss this year. That was to uh, Lincoln County by 10. And I've watched Scott County the last couple of years. They have a lot of people back from a year ago when they mm -hmm. went for the first time since 2010. And Scott County is a load. There's no doubt about it. And, and another two other teams in the 14th quickly. Uh, well, actually three. Not Central has had a run over the last decade or so where they've made mm -hmm. a couple of trips. But Powell County. Kenny Jones has been there a Come long on. time, yeah. waving the red towel. Is this the year that Stanton makes a trip on the girls' side? Then they get to drive about 35 miles or so to Lexington. And Wolf County is having their best year yeah. in forever. So the 14th is wide open, and I think, it, like I mentioned, it's going to take a big effort to beat Scott the 11th. I want to slide down to that Region 9, Region 1 matchup. I bet you do. Because there are some good teams. Ryle is a really good team in that region. I mean, Most people don't realize, isn't Ryle like the biggest school in the state? It's biggest one, high school in the state, one of, one of the biggest one high schools in the state. That's your territory. That's your territory. Yes, sir. a big school. And Cooper's up there. Yeah. And, and Boone County's up there. Mm -hmm. And he, and Connor's up there. So you're talking, as you said, but and they're talking about building another high school oh up gosh. in that area. So that'll just completely take the uh, town sure. away from my alma mater, Boone County. That's amazing. And, and that's that's one thing to point out, though, as you point out that 11th region with Scott County yeah. for the boys and the girls. This is the last year of one high school in Scott County. That's a good. That's, that's right. a great point. And Great Crossing is going to announce their uh, football, their coaches next Monday. I believe the fourth it is, uh, February fourth. So we'll find out who's the coaches over there at that high school. You, in Scott you County. also mentioned Region One. I think you have to talk about Murray. I mean, this is a ball club yep. that has won three in a row, three yep. region championships in a row. Isn't and, there another um, Turley on the Murray team? There's a, no, a younger the, Turley. There are Turley now. <laughs> there have been Turleys yeah, everywhere. Right. I mean, and not Curtis. The, the no, coach. Curtis. I was, I go back to Curtis. Yeah, Curtis yeah, was the Larry yeah, Brown. Yeah. Of Kentucky high school basketball coaches. Yeah. There's no question he went from uh, C to signing C. Uh, but uh, let's talk about a couple of other teams. You said the no love team in the first region was Carlisle mm -hmm. County. I don't believe, don't hold me to this, I don't think they've made it to the Sweet 16. And if they have, it was maybe sandwiched in there after yeah. Marshall County I, went off for years. Yeah, I, I, don't maybe. Believe they've, I don't believe they've been there either. So that's a team that uh, we hope could get some love. I think of Carlisle County. 1983, oh, Craner yeah. Sloan and the boys yeah. <laughs> taking on Henry Clay and Steve Miller. And I thought about it just the other day when I saw Steve Miller, who's the JV coach 
at Henry Clay now. Yeah. And he was the guy that hit that baseline jumper yeah. in that low scoring. Could play a little baseball, too. Uh, yeah, not too bad. Another team in Region 1 to look at, Graves County. They've won 11 out of 12. The loss in that span was to uh, Marshall County. Mm -hmm. And as, I, as we mentioned on the, bro the broadcast, Dan Lange. Yeah. The yeah. former Vanderbilt Commodore, co-SEC yeah, co player of the year back yeah. in the day who played for the Marshals. He is the girls coach, has been for a couple of That's years. Crazy. Aaron Beth over in Graves yeah. County. Isn't that amazing? And we were talking about Shelby Valley. Why? Elijah Justice. That's right. He's coaching, but he's not coaching at Shelby Valley. But I think eventually he'll I hear what you're come saying. around to that. Okay, you want to go to the bottom half of the bracket? Well, one, one other thing one real other quick. Thing, yes. On region, you'd like. region 10 and Region 6, this yes. is a tough tough matchup. Yeah. Obviously it depends on who comes out. In Region 6, over the last several years, it's been Butler, Mercy, Butler, Mercy, Butler, Butler, Mercy. Yeah. Now Butler is one of the favorites in there, obviously, but they're not alone. And they're going to have a tough matchup because yeah. that 10th region is really good. Heck yeah. I mean, is. Scott High School can play some basketball and uh, you've also got in there you got, uh, you know, on the girls' side you've got Campbell County, you know, teams like that that don't get any. And, and Mercy was the runner-up last year in Mercer yeah, County, that's right? That's right. Clark County at 13-8. and eight. They've had a substandard yeah. season by yeah. record, but you can kind of, from this point yeah. on, this is when it counts. How much heat you pick up, how much momentum as you get to the postseason. We talked a lot about Robbie Graham's basketball team on the other show, but uh, they get injuries and, and suspensions, you said, Brian. Right. And when they get Igo back, they're going to have a full – I think she's back now. So she's a heck of a player. She's a heck of a player. Okay, so let's go ahead and check out now the bottom half of the bracket. This is uh, – and again, for those of you who aren't familiar, uh, they made a change a couple years ago. So the commissioner will assign basically the first-round times uh, for travel and, and other factors. So that's why there are no times here. Uh, but this is, uh, this is the bottom half of the bracket now that will take place those games on Thursday. That fourth region, you've got uh, Barron County. They're 19-3. and three. And you've got also Bowling Green, 17 and 4, Glasgow, Southmore, all those teams. So that, that's a good matchup there for the, uh, for the fourth and 15th region. Uh, I think that's an intriguing matchup. Yeah, you've also in the fourth, uh, you've got Allen County, Scottsville. Yep. Two of their losses have been to Bowling Green. And what, how often have we seen in postseason play? You lose in the regular season, mm -hmm. maybe twice. Yeah. You might lose in the district championship or yes. somewhere, and then you meet up again for a third or a fourth, yeah. sometimes even a fifth time, right. as it happened back in 98 when Perry and Hazard played on the boys' side. And, and Brian, look at that 7-16 and 16 matchup. Seven, 7, of course, a Sacred Heart, uh, Eastern uh, teams like that. They're more grinded out basketball teams. 16th region, they want to score 90 or 100 <laughs> points in the first half. So that's going to be a really run and gun style against that uh, 7th region. Likes to grind it out and, and make I, you play good good defense. And Donna Moyer, you know, who knows? Yeah. She may make another trip to the Sweet 16. That's, she's she's yeah. had a heck of a career. Yeah. But when you mentioned that, that's a great style, uh, contrast of style. And I think you have to bring into the consideration how's the game going to be called officiating wise? Yeah, exactly. Are they going to call it close the way they normally do in some rural areas let's just be honest that's yep. it's a lot closer of a call in let's say 12th through the 16th and one through three regions sometimes than it is in the 6th 7th 11th and in the ninth region and Carl Winderoth and Dave Baker knows Carl old Grant County coach and, yes. and and coached at Scott High School he told me it takes three things to win the sweet 16 number one the right call. Number two. The right draw. Number three. The right bounce. <laughs> and, that, that, and he's so uh, correct right. in everything he said there. So You're absolutely right. You know. Anything else that stand out to you boys here in the bottom half of the girls' bracket? 
Looking at region eight. Yes. Is, uh, another of uh, now a lot of these regions are balanced. You're not going to have too many regions where it's just a juggernaut and then a lot of other people hoping they draw away from that regional right. that regional heavyweight. Uh, in, in the eighth region, you've got a lot of parity. You've got Walton Verona and Anderson County and, and the Oldhams are always going to be in there. Sure. And, and then with the 12th, Lincoln County. Let's talk about Emma King for a minute because she's coming <coughs> to the Cats yeah. and yeah. that young lady can fill it up. And when she's not filling it up, she is a very good distributor of the basketball. She really is. She's a very good passer. That's that's yeah. a good point. That's something she doesn't give a lot of credit for because the girls are outstanding passers. So, you know, and that's something to be said coming to Kentucky. Why aren't Kentucky across the chest if you're a Kentucky girl? I think Macy Moore said that. Mm -hmm. She said it means more sure. to me. The little bell girl means more to her. And now you've got Emma King coming to Kentucky. And it's going to mean a lot more to her. She's just a great kid, too. Yes. I got to meet her a few weeks ago right here. Yeah. Her class was here for a tour, <laughs> yeah. and it was the first time I'd had a chance to talk to her. She's just an outstanding young lady. All right, so uh, this will be the 58th Girls Sweet 16 again at Rupp Arena. Tickets at khsaa.org, March 13th through the 17th. So now let's take a look at the boys' bracket. It'll be the 102nd. Whitaker Bank, I'm do boys, a TV sweet pod. sixteen. Come over here and get my boys' notes. No, you're fine. That's not a faux pod. Gary's a... got it all in one sheet. We're on yeah, Facebook Live, good, dude. We're, I mean, we're Facebooking. We are live. <laughs> okay, live. you're looking live at the Wednesday pairings, uh, and uh, thirteen and eight started out. Thirteen and eight. I think the first thing when you look at Region Thirteen, I think of South Laurel this year. Mm -hmm. Jeff Davis is doing a heck of a job at South Laurel. They lost the first game of the year to Scott County in Georgetown. I don't know who scheduled that game, Jeff. But, right, you know, right. And then, or who agreed to it. <laughs> and then they lost to Frankfurt uh, just about a week and a half, two weeks ago. And this is a ball club, I think, like 21-2, and two, something, yeah. something like but, that. And Cromer and Ramey, J.J., if he gets on, that's a tough team to beat, man. Knox Central, though. That is true. Team. They're sitting there 18 and 4 out of that region. So you're right, South Laurel, probably the favorite. I don't know about prohibitive favorite, no, but they're favorite. And they got a good coach. We know that. But I think Knox Central could uh, surprise some people you know, in that region. It's funny, we talk about. And we mentioned it during the broadcast, and we'll get to one of the other teams in a minute that's undefeated. It's been 30 years, pretty sure it's been 30 years since the last undefeated team went to the Sweet 16. And you mentioned Knox Central, and Tony Patterson is down there. He was one of the guys looking to beat not, uh, Clay County back in the late 80s. Right. They, no one was able to do it when the chips were down from 84 to 91 in the 13th region. Now the region, I think a lot of people, you know, Tony Patterson said when they won the Mountain Classic, that was one of the things on his bucket list. That was two years ago, I believe, to get Knox Central to the Sweet 16. Well, I mean, it has been a long time. And we haven't even talked about Clay County. No, not yet I mean, we have. I mean, that's a team everybody, when you think of the state tournament, <laughs> they think of Richie Farmer and sure. Allen Feldhouse. I mean, uh, uh, Richie Farmer and uh, Houston. The kid from oh, Ballard going Hughes. at it. Right. Yeah, going at it one wouldn't, on one. That wasn't a bad matchup. 50 points and <laughs> Come 40 on. points Come each. On. All right, Region 5, Region 10. That's where Brian was just talking about. John Harden, undefeated season. Everybody's saying, will they stay undefeated going into the Sweet 16? We'll find out. I, I do think they have a, uh, a little question with maybe their schedule. I'm not, I'm not questioning your schedule, Coach, but I think maybe the strength of schedule. Well, here's something. To be 23-0 and at this point yeah. is awesome. Allen yeah. County, Scottsville in 96. They, with uh, 
J.D. Strange was their coach at Allen County Scottsville. They, I believe, went through the first two-thirds of the season undefeated. They got to the state tournament, lost to Paintsville on that wild play oh, where right. Todd Tackett released early and J.R. Van Hoos hit him on the bomb. But looking at John Harden, they beat, they have defeated Bowling Green. Mm -hmm. They have beaten Taylor County, who's 16-4. and four. Only region loss for Taylor County is to John Harden by four. Beat Central Harden by one. LaRue County by one. Hoptown by one. Mm -hmm. And you talked about the three steps to winning. Mm -hmm. You better have luck in there somewhere along the way. All that, all that being said, Brian, Region 10, Campbell County, mm -hmm. all I've been hearing out of the region, I played in the ninth region. They were in the ninth region when I played right, there. Right. All I've been hearing out of the 10th region, Campbell County, and how good they are. I know they have the Wilson kid who's a really mm -hmm. good player. So that would be a really uh, interesting test if John yes, Arden that's, that's true, if. And Region 10, you know, you got to put Clark County in there. Yeah, I, asked, I asked Josh Cook two months ago. I saw him at a ball game, just put my arm around him, and I said, hey, is this the year the Cardinals get back to the Sweet 16? And he was like, whoa, whoa, I'm not going to touch that. I'm, but that is a, a tough region in the past. And, you know, Bourbon County has had a decent season. I don't know if they've got the horses down the stretch. I'm mm -hmm. not sure just yet. Yeah. But you mentioned Campbell County uh, that, you know, they lost to Beachwood. They have defeated Clark County this year. And they've been on a roll the last several years. Beachwood has the, that's an interesting team. Beachwood, they're out of the ninth region. That's an interesting team. We'll talk about them a little bit later. But Scotty Droud's son plays for them. <laughs> and Scotty has been texting me on a daily basis trying to get them some exposure in the state king of the bluegrass traditional bank tournament because i tell you what he thinks his son's a, a big time division one player region 16 they are close near and dear to our heart here at wkyt mm -hmm. we've had a yep. great relationship over the decades with them that one is wide open. For years, you know, a lot of people focused on Ashland Boyd. Who's yeah. going to be the, you yeah. know, yeah. somebody, yeah. one of those two is going back to Larry Conley. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 1961, a lot of people still say right. that's one of the best teams, if not the best of all time. But Ashland and Boyd, you don't see them on the notes as much. Right. This Elliot, year, Elliot it's, it's taken over by Rowan County and Elliott Rowan, County yeah. and Morgan County, who has defeated Rowan County. Yes. And, but Sean Thacker's at 19-2, and, and he went to the state finals just a few years ago, lost in overtime to Christian County. Uh, Daryl Cross Jr. hit that big shot to send it to overtime. Yeah. That is a ball club in Rowan County that Who loves. forget? Oh, Adam loves Wayne, the, the, oh. the shooter from Awesome. Uh, I mean, made like six <laughs> straight. It was like, it was like uh, you know, going off there at Rupp Arena. Mm -hmm. He couldn't miss. Is this guy ever going to miss? Yeah, that's a good one. But let's go to that 7-15 matchup, and I'll tell you what I know about Shelby Valley. What do you know? There's a kid named Potter on that team that can fly. He had yeah. nine threes in the All-A Classic semifinal game. He came back against University Heights. He had 22 points. He had six threes in the first half. He's about <laughs> ready to break a record. And then University Heights said, okay, we see what this kid's doing. So they put this kid named Hollowell on him. And he Who's pretty good. He's pretty good. He's <laughs> shutting down, held him to three free throws in the second half. The 15th region over the last decade or so, you have seen Johnson Central time and time again. Pikeville has certainly with Elijah Justice as their head coach. Oh, yeah. And 10 years ago, they won the All-A. And then in 2010, they won the All-A and the Sweet 16. I don't know. And, and Shelby Valley beating Pikeville at the buzzer the other day. Yep. And, and let's be remiss here. Jim Bob Hicks is the coach at Shelby Valley, whose uncle just so happens to have won 1,001 games or so. Wow. Billy. Just, you know, oh, that's right. Yeah. And they play the same kind of 
controlled, chaotic style. Yeah. Uh, Jim, Jim has been, you know, he, he did it at Owsley County for a year. It was at Greenup County, I believe at Bath County. And he may have found his niche with Shelby Valley. Here. Uh, who are those two, the, the Warwicks, Warwicks twins, the Warwicks? One of them's about five foot five, Brian. <laughs> the, I'm, I'm not kidding you, Buzz. He's five foot five if he's five <laughs> foot at all. The other one's about five nine. But those are like Energizer Bunny. If you put knee pads on those two Warwicks twins there at Shelby Valley, they would clean the floor for you out there. I'm telling you, they're unbelievable. Now, when you look at Region 7, let's talk yes. about this because this is the eastern <clears throat> side of Louisville. And Trinity is going to be the first mm -hmm. team that everybody talks about. Right. David Johnson, the UofL mm -hmm. signee, is going to go there. He was hurt for a couple of weeks. He's back. I saw him take a one-handed lob at Henry Clay, Clay, throw it down. Yeah. He was back. I think yeah, he's, he's okay. Back. Yeah, we. Uh, that kid is talented. Uh, Trinity's talented. They got some other kids around him. Uh, but D Johnson is a <coughs> really good player. Uh, he played a good game. He came back against Henry Clay, as you said. Henry Clay actually beat him by two. Wagner, another team, the Wagner Wildcats have not had, they, in 08, they had a pretty darn good season. Then you have to go back to the late 80s when a guy named Scott Crabtree was, was patrolling uh, the, the guard spot over there in that area. But Wagner's got three losses, two to Trinity, one to St. X. They've defeated everybody else. Uh, Seneca yeah. losing to Trinity in the LIT Throwback finals. team. Seneca, uh, oh, throw them on. I mean, if we Come can on. break out, if, if we could break out Wes Unseld, Mike Red, Tony Kimbrough, and Keith Williams, if we could put that foursome <laughs> oh, together, pretty good. state title is what in the bag, team. ladies and gentlemen. What a team. All, All right, right, let's go to the bottom half of the bracket. And right at the top it is. Yeah. Well, I got to <laughs> give some love to my region, of course, a ninth. I mean, even though Boone County is not in that equation, uh, they're in a rebuilding year, so to speak, at Boone County. Covcath, the defending champ. Covcath. Uh, you know, there's uh, not only Covcath, you got uh, Cooper, you got Beachwood, you got Newport. Newport's in a team that I think, with all their talent, they've got some really good players. They run the, they run the floor as well as anybody. You, you saw them in the One time. One, and One time. They played in the traditional bank classic, and they played University Heights in the finals of that, okay. of that tournament. They're uh, a team that uh, – I tell you, they got some athletes, and they really passed the ball well. So I think uh, Newport might be my sleeper there. I think a lot of people, when the bracket was being announced on WKYT and on the KHSAA.org website, Region 9 pops up. And there was, and you, you mm -hmm. look at the region, this is the, uh, the bracket, this is the lower half. Yeah. And there's uh, seven other teams going, oh, my gosh, is it going to mm -hmm. be us? And then here comes Region 11. 11. And, and Scott County has been the heavyweight favorite. <sighs> But then Michael Marino goes down. Yep. And this thing is a lot, it, it, depending on his health, I think his yep. health depends on what kind of a regional tournament we have here. And, you know, or does it? I mean, uh, guys like Covington have stepped up for Scott County since he's been out. Other guys have gotten more scoring That's because true. they know Michael's a good 20, a double-double guy. But, uh, you know, and, and I, I tell you, uh, I think uh, Scott County feels in a lot of ways that they need Marino back for rebounding. Sure. They know that. They, but I think a lot of people feel that they're an all-around better team maybe uh, right now. I, I, let, let, let me say one thing, though. And I, and I haven't talked to anybody. I don't know the mindset or anything. But, I mean, regular season the last several years, this group has been out of sight. Yeah. I mean, even since they played together. Yeah. But, you know. They probably feel like they have got some unfinished business, and if they and no if doubt. they go about it that way, mm -hmm. or if they get into a tournament and say, "Oh gosh, is this happening again?" Yep. I think it's going to be interesting to see. That's true, but you know, the 11th region, you've got some teams that have emerged. The biggest That's move right. this week in the uh, polls was Henry Clay. Yep. They went from nowhere to number four or five in and the Brown state. Brown done a nice job with that team. Yes, he's done a great job, and his son Keiston can shoot the basketball too. Mm -hmm. And the war that helps. The war, he's awesome. He's, he's that an awesome. Kid's 
smooth. And, yeah. and Henry Clay, I think there are three teams that you definitely have to look at. Maybe four. I'll, let's put four in there because you never know the style of play. What will a coach come out with? Mm-hmm. I think Madison Central. First off, let's talk about them because Scott County went to Richmond, had to rally from a double-digit yeah. deficit, beat the Indians Central by two. had them down by double digits. Yeah, in, in the second half. Yeah. And Isaiah Cozart, Mr. Basketball uh, contender, mm-hmm. that young man can, can flat play. Yeah. And it is so difficult. I don't care the team. I don't care if they're 1-27 going into the postseason. Alan Feldhouse yeah. turns it on in the postseason. And I really think a lot of teams will say, Let's stay away uh, by right. the draw. Hopefully mm-hmm. you can stay away yeah. from them. I think another team that's coming on, and they're, they're fun to watch because they're, they're a throwback, man, is Woodford County. Well, yeah, they are throwback They are team. a throwback they team. They don't have a guy bigger than here, yeah. and they all can shoot well. Yeah. They rebound well. They block out. They are like a 95 Breckenridge County uh, team that won the state. Not saying Woodford County is a state championship caliber team, but they play like that. Stylistic. Oh, they're so smooth, and they've come on lately. And, Brian, you're right. One thing we haven't really talked about is the Mr. Basketball uh, candidates this year. Dante Allen out of the 10th region at Pendleton County was leading the nation in scoring when he went down with Mm -hmm. an ACL. His rehab's going well, I understand. And then you look at uh, LCA, who's in the 11th region. Kyle Rode, a legitimate uh, Mr. Basketball contender. Now he's he's done everything his team has asked of him. So uh, I think uh, that that's a team right there, LCA, that could make some noise. I think LCA is another dark horse, especially if Road is hitting. Will Hacker's a great compliment yeah. on the three-point line, and Baylor Brown, great name by the way. Oh, it is, isn't it? Yeah, you know yeah. he, he's not asked to do a lot, but if he's left open, he has shown recently that he can hit a three-pointer. Uh, those are some of the teams. Yeah. And, and Pierce Dalton. Uh, yeah, very much so. Yeah. Franklin, uh, I think Frankfurt is another team that's blessed with great athleticism. Yeah. And you get put a good coach with that. You got good. You got O'Brien there that's now. That's right. A good coach with ta- with uh, athletes and talent. I think the Tillman goods a double double oh, machine waiting to happen. Awesome. Johnny Tillman there at, at Frankfurt. I mean, he's got the body. He he was a, a a poor man's Charles Hurt maybe. I don't know. He is a strong cat. But those are some of the teams in the 11th. As for the 6th, this, the 6th and the 14th, the 6th is wide open again. You mentioned Butler. That's mm-hmm. my alma mater. Love to see Butler go back. They have been snake bit, though. Bullet East, first round of the LIT. Butler's the number one seed. Bullet yep. East is the 16 seed. Who says a 16 can't beat a one? Right. Bullet East beats, Louisville, uh, beats Butler by one. And that whole that whole region is kind of in flux right now. Never count out Dale Mabry at PRP. Right. The guy's, a, I mean, he's a legend. I mean, Billy Hicks has a thousand wins. He's second but, place. Uh, yeah, but Mabry's right up there, man, and he's got some uh, state championships as well. Think about this for the sixth region champion, Butler. Since this turn of the calendar year, Butler is four and four. Bullet Central four and five. J Town three and four. PRP four and three. Everybody is playing a tough schedule, but no one has been able to grab any momentum. Everybody beating up on each and other. And now is the time, the final two weeks of the regular season or whatever it may be, yeah. now's the time to get hot because everything starts a little earlier this year. You're right. So. Uh, you're, the February uh, 18th is the first day of the district tournaments. That's wow. Easy, that's easy. A, just Crazy. coming up in two or three yeah. weeks, and then you, the regionals the next week. The thing about the 11th region this year is the district winners are going to host right. that first round because Eastern's not available because of some scheduling conflicts. So they're going to host the first round. So that'll be interesting to see. And another team that i got to throw in there in the 11th region, Lexington Catholic. 
Oh, certainly. Okay. I, they're coming my out apologies, of Brandon. I apologize. They're coming out of nowhere. Right now, they're ranked. They're ranked in the top 25. They barely have a 500 record. But you know what? That's a team, if they get hot, with a Bryce Scott. Yep. And also Very the, underrated yeah, player. Yeah, the Johnson kid. Ben Johnson. Uh, he yeah. can score 30 on any given night. If they get hot, look out. Yeah, that 43rd, why do we even leave stop, out anybody out. out of the district? Exactly. We stop. can't leave anybody stop. out exactly. because it's the toughest district. As for Region 14, uh, no clear-cut favorite, I don't think. Not Central went to the All-A State Tournament. Uh, you've, you've got Hazard in there. Uh, Perry Central yeah. possibly could get hot. But right now, from everybody that I've spoken to, they believe it's Hazard and not Central yeah, I think coming out of the 14th region. Race. Region 12 and Region 2. Region 12, Danville took it on the chin big time in the All-A. Yeah. I don't know if that was just an off day or they just didn't adapt well to Shelby Valley's speed or I, I think or they what. needed to put the uh, premium 93 in their gas tank and they got the, uh, <laughs> the what is it, the 90, the, the low octane, and they just didn't have anything in the tank there. I was there at that game and they just didn't have anything in the tank. Wayne County is also a ball club and it's been, uh, we're going to go back in time again. 30 years, it was 30 years ago this March when Wayne County went to the state finals, lost to PRP by two and Rodney the Woods. entire city of Louisville. Minus one little swath between Dixie Highway and Greenwood Road was pulling for Wayne County. Julius Green hit the off balance three, that lefty shot at the end of the third, and everybody was hoping and praying that Wayne County the te- you had a red and black team in PRP, red and black team in Wayne County, right, the right. Cardinals, and everybody was cheering for the Cardinals in Rupp Arena. It's been Crazy. 30 years since that happened. Um, another team, Pulaski County, you know, mm-hmm. Lincoln County, Pulaski County, they could find their way in if, if someone's not careful. As for Region 2, everybody's going to look at University Heights yes. as the first team. Uh, Kiki Tandy is a uh, special talent. Yeah. I mean, uh, when you saw him over in the All-A, he was the MVP of the All-A Classic, and uh, whenever they needed a basket or a shot or something, he came down and, and just rose up and and made it look easy, you know. Mm-hmm. But uh, and I and they've got a defensive stopper, as I said, in the Hollowell kid, the way he shut down the the uh, Potter kid from mm-hmm. Shelby Valley, which right. is nothing short of uh, really remarkable. Yeah, Madisonville North Hopkins is another team in their Caldwell County. Madisonville North Hopkins lost to University Heights by one. They have won eight in a row. So we'll see what happens there. Region four, Region one. A lot of people are going to look at Bowling Green, certainly just because. But you right. mentioned. Todd Messer, if he could find a way to slow down the Purples. <laughs> yeah. And and Todd Messer has got Jackson Harlan, who's signed with, with Western Kentucky. That young man can fill it up. Maybe the one of the best talents in the state people are not really focusing on because Clinton County has to slug it out with the likes of Bowling Green and yeah. in the past the Warren County schools. Yeah, Clinton County 16-6, and six, so they got a, a solid record against a good, a good schedule there. And then Mayfield, Graves, and McCracken in Region 1, those three. Uh, <laughs> McCracken lost to Graves by, by 11 at home, then goes to Graves County and wins by four. Graves County loses to Mayfield. Mayfield has defeated University Heights out of region. So those three teams, and Mayfield went to the All-A again. McCracken in the first region there. They're hoping they get out of that, get the state turner, because they want to put this Seville's kid on, the, oh, on yeah. a big stage. Yeah. On he a big stage. You put him on a big stage, he, he's averaging 22, 23 points right now. 
This is the quietest you've been. In a How long about time. that? No, this is, that's why we got you dudes here to break this stuff down. And this is great. And we hope that uh, you have enjoyed it. We'll get more of that uh, not only tonight on WKYT, but G Ball will have much more coming up on the Scholastic Ball Report. And again, and, uh, can I give a shameless plug? Buzz? Please, shamelessly. This week we're going to tape the show Thursday night because Wednesday night we got the Bluegrass Sports Banquet, Bluegrass Sports Commission. This will be our 500th episode oh, of the Scholastic wow. Ball. I mean, that's a lot of shows. When and they said it would never Ooh, last, right? Exactly. Well, don't. Uh, yeah, Congratulations. Yeah. Thank, thank you. Thank uh, you. Guys. March 6th through 10th, Rupp Arena, the Whitaker Bank Boys Sweet 16. Tickets for both of these tournaments at khsaa.org. So thank you all uh, for being with us, and we look forward to seeing you yep. at the tournament.